Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Truth and Love podcast. 21! <laughs> oh, did you like that number? Yeah, it's a good number. Mm-hmm. You know what I remember most about turning 21 or what I was looking forward to most? No. I Probably not what most people think about. What's that? I could legally drive out of state in a semi. <laughs> I couldn't wait till I got 21 because then I didn't have to be like driving with anxiety, I guess. Cause because was... you were already doing that. <laughs> oh, that's true. That was a fair amount of time ago. That was ago. a while ago. We won't say how long. No, it's just the other day. Yeah. 21. What is episode 21? Episode 21. Do you have a title? Do, I don't know that we have a title yet. We're going to be working on it. Okay. But we're going to be talking about, what else are we going to talk about? <laughs> we're really organized we're on this one, aren't we? We're going to talk about girl power. Girl power. Um, Feminism. Ooh. All of that. A yeah. little on abortion. It all kind of. It all goes together, I think. Ties together, I, yeah. Ab- abortion is the uh, the hot topic right now yeah because we are um when was that overturned it's last week sometime right last week yeah uh roe v wade was overturned and um it was a great victory Mm -hmm. i think that was uh that was something we were looking forward to like him or not um that one thing that that president trump did was he put pro-life judges put the right people in the right place in the supreme court right so um, not just the Supreme Court, he, he appointed a lot, a lot of judges, and mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize that, but mm-hmm. um, when you think about what's going on in the country, um, it doesn't matter what the rule is or what the law is, it seems like these judges can overturn them, so mm-hmm. um, that was one thing out of his presidency, is he uh, he got a lot of pro-life, conservative type, so anyway, that was good. Yeah. All right, girl power, how, yeah. are, we, how are we starting this one, girl? <laughs> Well, with power, with power, I think that the problem, I guess, that I have with girl power, I haven't, I haven't always been this way. I think that the, the definition of a feminist has really changed throughout the years. I I think before how it started out wasn't necessarily a bad thing. Women wanted equal rights. Women Mm. wanted equal pay. And I would agree with that. But now I feel like we're really starting to cross lines that aren't necessarily meant to cross. Um, What do you mean not meant to cross? You want to explain that one? Mm. Because there's probably a... you know, several people listening going, wait a minute, Brooke, you're on the wrong side here. Right. You know, girls are supposed to stick together, which is essentially what girl power is, right? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. Girls... Women support women. Right. All of that. I'm for all of that. Um, but what I'm not for is putting down men in the process or putting down women who don't agree with us in the process. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, I mean, it seemed like there for a while. So, I mean, we just talked about Supreme Court, right? So when, um, was it Kavanaugh? I mean, the women, some women came out and made claims against him. 
Yeah. Um, you remember that? Mm-hmm. That's right. When when the, all this first started, when he yeah. was it before he was chosen? Uh, I don't yeah. remember. He was Probably going, he was going in that through, whole process. Yeah, he was going yeah. through the process. But but during that time, um, you know, these accusers came out and there were some contradictions to the testimony. Mm-hmm. And um, like it was, he was presumed guilty. Like he had, he, it was right. the the burden of proof was on him to be uh, innocent, right? And I think that's uh, um, that's probably a big downside to all of this. Is well, I'm making this claim, so you have to believe me, and, right? And oh, you know, you're a victim. So then, mm-hmm. victim. The and, whole and, Me Too movement uh, really has been a danger to yeah. um, society because. Not everybody is telling the truth when they claim "me too." That happened oh, yeah. to me too. And yeah, so I think it really un- diluted. And that's the... very unfortunate because it it's terrible that these things have happened to women. But then, for um, stories to be made up um, to just get publicity, attention, whatever the reason is, then that devastates lives, right? And discredits women too. Yeah, so everybody jumps on because Miss Amber Heard kind of experienced some <laughs> sure. of that oh, backfired on her a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we don't want to go down that road. <laughs> we anyway. don't want to talk about that. That's over. Um, a, a lot of things are for publicity. Yeah, I mean, uh, right or wrong. I mean, you go back to Clinton when Clinton was in, and you had the Lewinsky. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some women saw how much notoriety mm-hmm. like she got for being in that position. Right. And um, it's kind of a um, no press is bad press mm-hmm. type you yeah. know, mindset. So I, and so you have the group of women that are willing to jump and do that or, or make claims and try to disrupt a pro-life Supreme court nominee mm-hmm. and make whatever claim. And then if you come to find out, well, it, it wasn't, true right uh, but the damage that that caused all through that process mm-hmm. um, was just awful right. but what you said I mean um, it it's almost like a, a boy who cried wolf type thing when you have all of these accusers mm-hmm. that are not you know accurate right. or whatever right. and, and now then the ones that are really victims mm-hmm. uh, people don't believe them right. because there's been so many that have just flat out lied to mm-hmm. uh, to get in the spotlight or get free money or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's probably one that has definitely happened within the last four or five years, I suppose. Yeah. And I think that with that, there's also been such a, should, should we call it a double standard in, I don't know if you, I guess if I were a man today, I don't know that I would necessarily know what a woman's boundaries were or um what well, changes it just it does it changes yeah. and i feel like society is just supposed to take those changes and, and go with it and just agree with them as they're being made and just go on with it like i want attention now but now i don't want attention don't comment on my outfit. Comment on my outfit. Look at my yeah. hair. Don't look at my hair. Welcome to married life. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but I feel like there's so much more pressure to adhere to whatever a woman says right now. Um, 
well, yeah, but, well, or I, but I think fear comes, the consequences. I think some of that comes back to the same thing what we just talked about. They can say what they want, mm-hmm. and people go along with it. And it's yeah. the, especially if you're a white male. I mean, <laughs> it you is, are in trouble. <laughs> it's not a good time. No. And people think, well, that's awful. They're the ones in power, and and, and it's not true. They're the ones really, in a lot of ways, are being persecuted. Right. I mean, when you look at this, this, are there some dirty white males that have done bad things? Yes, of course. Sure, well, but sure. yes, yes. But at the same time, I think they're also being targeted all right, right let's, so let's let's uh, jump into the abortion thing okay um roe v wade was overturned and now we're seeing people just absolutely lose their mind right like there's women that are calling for violence yeah have you seen that the night of rage yeah um uh, let's like they're they're actively calling for violence yes. and our lawmakers are really pretty quiet about it mm-hmm. because I... Oh, just the lawmakers? How about the Christians? Oh, well, that's true. Where are the Christians? That is what is just breaking my heart. Mm. That these Christians are all but saying, well, some are saying abortion is okay. They're making exceptions for, well, in this instance, yes, it's okay. Or to this certain point, yes, it's okay. Yeah. As a Christian. With people who don't believe in God, okay. I I can give them that. They they don't believe in life the same as we do. Here's a uh here's a the first point I want to make on abortion. Uh, it seems like and correct me if I'm wrong, so I'm glad we're doing this together. So it's not just a male podcast, sure. right? So we're doing this together. Um uh, but it seems like they don't want to accept the outcome of what they did. Sure. They don't want to take responsibility for... And, and um, Okay, so yeah. we're not talking about instances of rape, right? Right. So we're just talking about we got crazy and things happened and right. now all of a sudden I'm pregnant. Right. Um. So they. But then I also have this career that I don't want to take time off of and right. all of whatever. So, a, B, C, and D, Yeah, whatever. so they, they don't want to stand the consequences of mm-hmm. their actions. Mm-hmm. When you think about the Bible and, and how, what direction society is moving away from the... I mean, it's a, the direction is away from it. Mm-hmm. So the, the direction away from the Bible, we don't want to... Uh, well, think about like the, uh, the hippie gospel, right? The, the progressives, they don't like how God is a just God. They like sure. how God is a loving God, mm-hmm. and they want to embrace that. And I've seen some commentary on they this like whole... the love, but not the authority where there is <laughs> that's, correction. That's correct. Yeah. So they don't they don't think there's consequences for their actions. Sure. So when you now go back into the abortion uh, subject, they don't like the consequences for mm-hmm. their actions. I mean, so it's lining up. Right. So it makes sense that people that are not followers of Christ or people mm-hmm. that do not believe the Bible is truth mm-hmm. they're for abortion and then they hide behind it well it's your body and which right again was right. nowhere in sight when we were talking about a vaccine mandate but um that's a big deal now apparently yeah but so that's the first point is it seems mm-hmm. that there's that i've kind of drawn that together there's mm-hmm. a correlation there between how, yeah, you, how well, you they, feel about abortion they present it as a woman should have control 
and a say over her body. Right. But when there's a baby in it, it's no longer hers. Yeah. So, again, my my first point is, has nothing to do with the baby inside. It mm-hmm. is just purely they don't want to accept consequences mm-hmm. for their actions. Now, consequences sounds like, you know, the baby's a mistake. And, right. Um, in the moment, probably. Right. Their you know, actions as, as far were as a they mistake, are concerned. but the baby is not a mistake. The, the result of the mistake. Right. So then there's a baby. Mm-hmm. So now you have to decide, all right, am I going to keep the baby or am I not? And that's the whole abortion thing. Mm-hmm. Well, why? So some of the things I've read from pro-abortionists are, well, it's not fair that a man can't get pregnant. Mm-hmm. It's not fair that a man is judging me because this is going to change my career path. This is going to change. It's going to inconvenience. That was one that was thrown out. Um, and then it became, well, it's not fair for the baby. Mm. And it's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What do you mean not fair? Not fair for the baby to be brought up in, in a home that's not prepared for it? or it, It's not. Like yeah. Well, yeah. it's not fair because you're inconvenienced, I guess. Mm. It's not fair that I have to be inconvenienced, but a man is not. He can have a one night stand and move on and he doesn't know any different. But mm-hmm. now I am left with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is where you move into some of these um, probably women that are married and they're for abortion. Mm-hmm. Like they're saying, hey, yeah, you know what? Your life does change when you have a kid. Right. So you're just young. You made a mistake. You know, this is how you get out of that mistake and move forward and, and learn that. But I mean, that becomes... Um, about you mm-hmm. right isn't that a selfish thing yeah absolutely mm-hmm. i think that if we come back to the whole um feminist mm-hmm. topic it all starts to point back to selfishness oh yeah absolutely in, in a woman um i'm not just women are selfish men are selfish too um but some, I, some men are some we are all selfish but um when it comes down to it we want whatever we want and we want others to just approve of it say yes that's right you're justified in this you you should have this because this is what you want this is what you deserve and it makes me think that with women all turning this direction do you think that it is i wouldn't say oppressing men but is it it's changing men yeah i would say in some cases it's oppressing yeah oppressing not depressing well it's depressing too for some both both but i think that when a woman tries to take every single role and be completely equal to the man we lose who the man is supposed to be. Men and mm. women are not the same. As far as you're concerned, what's the biggest danger for uh, girl power? Or, you know, whatever you want to call it. It is the loss of the family structure. According to? According to the Bible. Right. The word of God. But 
people don't live under the word of God anymore. Right. Um, what do you think is, is uh, directing all of this? Like what you said, if we're not living according to the word of God, what is, what is dictating? I think we are. Yeah. We as humans are just deciding, no, I don't, I don't want to live that way. We, yeah, so it's back to whatever feels good. What we want. Yeah, it's whatever feels good. Mm-hmm. And that's dangerous because your truth is now gone. Mm-hmm. So now what is true? Whatever like the, you say it is. Your well, truth, my truth. Yeah, but that that's a moving target. So then that ultimately means right. there's no truth. Exactly. So it's just floating around whatever you feel mm-hmm. like. It's it, And it's back to a hippie. Um, I'm going to call it a hippie, like, just mentality. Right. Like, hey, peace and love, man. Whatever's cool. Right. Uh, but then it's not. It, it's. I mean, well, if no. you don't, if you have a continually well, short term, yeah, moving line, then you're never going to be secure. There will never be complete peace if you just give everybody what they want because. No, what, it's depression what, and it suicidal. Is. It is I mean, because there's no structure. Right. I think where there is like a lot of traction with the whole women's rights, mm-hmm. um, men fell away from the Bible. Yeah. I mean, so it's not the women's fault, right? No. I think the men fell away from the Bible. Right. We have some men who are not being the leaders anymore. And that, right. that's how God designed it. And that's why what what is so frustrating as a Christian is when the women want the women to be the leaders when that's not how God designed it. So when they try to do it and it doesn't work, they're angry because it's not working and it's not going their way, but it's because that's not how God designed it. Right. So what about... But the... if they don't believe in God, then they're just going to be angry at anybody who disagrees with them. What about women that are definitely leaders? I think I mean, women can't women can't be leaders, sure. Right. Of course they can. I, I think they can be so and, and God put a lot of women leaders in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Name one. Deborah. Yep. She was a judge. Mm-hmm. Esther, she was a leader. Yeah. I, yeah, so we're not saying that women can't be leaders. No. But in in a marriage, in a family, mm-hmm. can a woman be a leader? Not the leader. No. Right. That's not how God designed it. According to the Bible. The Bible. Mm-hmm. Which is where the truth comes right. from, and we're sharing that in love today. We are. <laughs> but it gets, I think the Bible gets a really bad reputation in in that sense, because women don't like to hear that, that the man should be the leader of the household, the leader in the marriage, the leader of the family, because we want to be equals. While yeah. we we can be equals, the Bible says the man gets the final decision. He's the leader of the home. Yeah, I think um, probably to get a little bit political here, um, the liberal side thinks the the constitution's outdated right it's not keeping up with the times according to the world today yes it would be outdated because we were one nation under god and now we aren't anymore right so you go through the constant you look at all the right you look at what uh, most liberals are trying to get rid of Mm -hmm. 
or say it needs changed and it needs adapted. It needs to be you know updated as we move along. Uh, that's what they're trying to do with the Bible, right? And the progressive religion is doing that same thing to the Bible. Well, we have progressed since then. So we know more than what they did then. And so now we're going to do it this right way to achieve peace. Yeah, but love. God doesn't change and the Bible doesn't change. We know that. We we know that. But that's the problem here when, right. when people talk about women's rights. Well, the Bible's not keeping up with the times. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you're not keeping up with truth. Right. His word is the same. Yeah. That, yesterday, the problem is today, you're not keeping up with truth. And tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, stay grounded in the truth and right. don't be um, wandering around by the untruths being told by the by the world. So I, I think that's the big part. So when you look at abortion, when you look at women's rights, when you look at all of those things, the uh, I'll, typically most people backing it are on the left side. Mm-hmm. Same ones that want to change the Constitution because it's not keeping up. Those are the same group. That's saying, well, the Bible needs to be updated. And here's the, here's the thing to watch out for. If you if you are uh, maybe new to Christianity, if you're new to digging in and reading your Bible more, as we've been talking about, be careful of the translations that you get. Oh, sure. Because there's new translations coming out where mm-hmm. they are changing the wording. Yes. Uh, to to be something completely different mm-hmm. than what it actually said mm-hmm. and to be more inclusive of um, the LGBTQ, right. more inclusive of all of those things. So just be very careful. We like New King James. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few others, but they're more. They're, CSB is not sure. Christian standard. Mm-hmm. They're, they're more. And what I, I typically like to do is like on the Bible app on my phone, you can flip through different oh, versions. Sure. So, like, you can see what a passage says in New King James or King James or NIV. Compare and then you can them. go to the message and whatever these new ones are coming out mm-hmm. and just see how it changes. Yeah. But the, when you consider, like, the language, well, they, the other thing they say is, well, the language wasn't as broad as what it is today. Mm-hmm. So they could have meant this. <laughs> no. Right. Back then, it meant what it did. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't have as broad of terms to right. use. So, when they said it, they meant it. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that's something to really be careful of when you're when you're listening to us and you're saying, hey, I need to read more. And, well, my Bible says this. Just be very careful of the translations because mm-hmm. that, can, that can change things a little bit for you. So, just a little bit ago when I said that I think a lot of this probably started because men got away from the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um men always say, I mean, I hear this a lot. Women are supposed to submit. Wives submit to your husbands. Mm-hmm. Women, mm-hmm. you submit to what I want. But they never read the next part. versus husbands submit to your wives. Right. You know, so. Love your wives as Christ loved the church. Even though Christ is the head of the man, man is the head of the woman. Mm-hmm. There's men that look at that and say, well, you have to do what I say. Mm-hmm. But it's really this this give and take thing where the men need to be submissive to their wives in the sense that um, it's a team. Right. You know, you definitely have a leader on a team, one that is the ultimate shot shot caller. Mm -hmm. Right. But the men are to work with the, with the wife. Right. And, and plan forward and the wives submit to ultimately what the, the plan is. But it's the love of Christ 
that's at the top of the triangle. Right. The man should be making his decisions based on his love for God. Right. And based on the truth. What would God have us do in this situation? That's the decision that I'm going to make as the husband because that would be what is best for our family. Right. So husbands, don't blame your wives. Yeah. Wives, be submissive to mm-hmm. the husbands. Don't put them down and don't get wrapped up in this whole Me Too movement. And, you know, as a as a wife, I'll speak for wives who I have a husband who is leading us mm-hmm. and I let him lead and it is a very secure position for me because... I can trust that he is going to make the best decision for us. We we have our conversations together. Mm-hmm. We talk through things. We don't always agree, but we always discuss. And then I always have peace about the decisions that are made because I know that that it's been prayed over right. and decided with with God at the head of it, not our selfish choices. In the lead. Please keep sharing how wonderful your (laughs) husband is. Please keep going. I like this episode. This is probably one of my favorite episodes at this point. Well, after 10 years of marriage, I mean, Mm -hmm. it wasn't always like that. There are times where I wouldn't agree with your decisions, but... Wait, by the way, there's probably people listening going, oh my gosh, they've been married 10 years, and then... Others are listening going, sheesh, they've only been married they've 10 years. They've only been married 10 years, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, in the beginning, I I don't, I didn't always agree with your decisions, and we wouldn't fight and argue over things. Um, mm. But now, where we are in our lives, I, I trust your decision because I trust the Lord, and you trust the Lord. Right. And I, I rest in that, and I'm secure in that. So bottom line, if you want to have a happy marriage, one of the key things is do stay grounded in the truth that is mm-hmm. in the word. Yeah. That is it. Submit to each other. Mm-hmm. Don't. It's not just one-sided. <laughs> Don't just favor the one side. Yeah. Submit to each other. Submit to the word of God. Um, and submit your marriage to prayer. Yeah. And I think you'll find it'll make a big difference and you won't get caught up in all of this stuff. Yeah. We hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye.